0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 585 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Serene Butler, her company, Bookkeeping Reimagined. Serene, how are you doing?
1: I am doing well. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great, and Serene, I you know, haven't been a serial entrepreneur all my life. Uh, man, if you don't have your numbers straight, you're in trouble. And uh, so number one, big fan of what you do. I'd say maybe it isn't as, I'm going to say it's it's a bit discounted maybe sometimes or it's an afterthought uh, for business owners. You know, the fact that I can see, you know, our listeners can't see and nodding your head and smiling, but yeah, you're going, yeah, that's that's right. So anyway, Serene, let's get into us. Tell us about your company, Bookkeeping Reimagined.
1: Well, Bookkeeping Reimagined is a accounting service that um, I started. And what we do is we help small business owners um, make sure that their bookkeeping and their accounting is ready for any either business expansion or governmental agency or whatever their issues are. Uh, it's ready for um, to um, present
0: Yep. Yep. And you know, I, I, there's that saying numbers don't lie, right. You know, as a business owner, business person, man, it's like, go, 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 go. You know, you wake up and you're, you're in the mix, you're in the fire. And then you you go to bed, exhausted. you do it again over and over and over again. And, And again, back to the, if, if we don't keep track of the numbers, you know, we could be just business, businessing ourselves into the ground, you know, it's like, You got to have those numbers are so, so important to keep us not only on track, but like you said, I love your angle. It's all about growth and expansion. You know, how do we get to that next level? So maybe we can stop working so hard and get some, you know, scale our business, get some employees to help out. Right. And get a life. (laughs) Yes. Uh, How about your journey, Serene? How did you get into the bookkeeping accounting side of the of the equation here?
1: It's really weird. I started my studies, believe it or not, as a computer science major. Hmm. And found out that I I had to take calculus and I thought I could escape it, believe it or not, by taking accounting. And then I moved to Florida and found out, no, 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 you're not gonna escape it. I was too far in. So I went on ahead and got into accounting. Speeding up uh, quite a few years, I got into, the business of doing accounting um, by my uh, for myself because of the economic bust that we had in 2007, 2008, and 2009. Mm. And um, I was in middle management and middle management almost always goes first. And I thought to myself, well, I did it for somebody else. I can do it for myself. Let's do this.
0: Good for you. Wow. Wow, so was that entrepreneurial spirit? Do you think always in you? Like, did you have like a a hankering maybe at some point to do something, or was it just one of those? Hey, I'm I'm at a crossroads here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the left hand turn and get into my own business.
1: No, I I think I've always had an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. spirit. Um, Always tried something new. Always was pushing technology. You know, when it was brand new, when the internet was brand new, and distance, um, uh, uh, remote, um, contact was brand new. And so we're, so now I'm going to date myself like to the nineties.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, love it. Um,
1: so I always did it. Um, you know, even when I worked for someone, when hurricane Charlie came along, the first thing I did, we were in Punta Gorda, So our office was blown to bits. The First oh, thing man. I did was set up the office here in my garage and we kept on going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions in your industry? What do you hear that you can speak to?
1: Um. Well, one of the things that are that um, misconceptions is that um, sometimes clients think that we can do accounting in a bubble and they don't recognize that one third of their business is the numbers is the administration. Mm. And, you know, I personally like an educated, um, clientele. If they, if they don't know, I will, I will try to bring them up to snuff. Because clients that understand their business and understand why we're doing what we're doing are much more successful than, you know, those who kind of just want to uh, just drop it in your lap and say, hey, make it happen.
0: (laughs) Here's a box of receipts. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Call me tomorrow with all the reports. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and and certainly I, I. I, I have a friend who who's very good at that and usually it's like six months after everything is due. Um but you know, it it really is a disadvantage for the business because, you know, I, I think um and again you're the expert so so guide me here, but you know, better to be proactive. But you know, you can see down the road better than I can as a business owner, you know, because of, of the tax implications and and what's coming, you know, the trends in the business and things like that. So the more prepared you i guess the more information you have at the right time the better for the business i guess right
1: uh, yes that is true and and the other thing too is um the, what i hear a lot of which is a little sad i think that accounting has become commoditized and um so people go and grab their quickbooks mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get auntie m to put everything in for them And they don't realize that there's accounting behind QuickBooks. And QuickBooks will always make sure that you balance. But balance doesn't mean right. (laughs) So they're very surprised when they come and I look at their books and and I have to give them some bad news.
0: Yeah, yeah, I Good stuff. How about when you're not doing the numbers thing? What are you doing for fun?
1: Fun. I like... To zip line
0: <laughs> I didn't see that coming <laughs> Wow yeah. okay I,
1: I went on a cruise one time and um, I went with 50 of my closest associates it, it was a church function and we were we were going down and we were just gonna have a good time in Mexico and I could not get anyone to go ziplining with me. And uh-huh. I absolutely wanted to do something that was outside of the box. So um, being the type of person I am, I can find a friend. I, I, if I don't have a friend when I go, I'll find a friend as I'm going. And <laughs> I got together with like maybe four or five older ladies <laughs> that were going. And when I say older, I mean like mom, my mom's age. and. We all ziplined. We had a blast.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Now, do you have so, any fear of heights or anything like that?
1: I, you know, I was afraid um, because you know how if you swing too high, you get that funny feeling or if you're yeah. on a roller coaster. Yeah. I thought that might happen, but it did not. And before I knew it, whatever she said that I could do to go faster, that's what I did.
0: It was fun. Oh, you can you can uh, change your speed and all that, huh? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Just yeah. how just just how either long or short you hold your legs. So if your legs are long, you go slower. You pull them in, like like oh, like when you're spinning yeah, on yeah. A, a, a as a uh, um, what is those uh, ice skater? You know how when they pull their arms yes. in? Yes. Same thing when you're zipline. If you pull your legs in, you move. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. Now, have you done it again since? Oh, yeah. I took my husband. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about this area? Is there a, any uh, local zip line places that you've been to or you would recommend?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, it's up in Ocala, the Canyons. They've uh-huh. got the highest, longest zip lines. You oh. can zip line at night there, you can also go horseback riding. So I've been trying to get people to go horseback riding. I got a feeling I'm going to be going by myself again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. That's great. Yeah. How about when it comes to uh, hardship, life challenge, Serene? What comes to mind a period of time that you were able to get through that rough patch and uh, you now look back and say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger.
1: Um, well, definitely. <laughs> Um, that 2008, 2009 crash, um, the business I I was in, everything had to do with real estate.
0: Oh, wow. yeah. So,
1: um, (laughs) you know, we went from, I went from making six figures to no figures and (laughs) that was huge, (laughs) enormous. Um, but, um, I'm not sure that I would have started my business if it hadn't happened, if I... And I had to go through a lot to, you know, to get there. I mean, I didn't just go and jump right into business. I tried to find jobs. Um, I realized that, um, you know, they were the pay was minimal at best. I went back to school, got my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't help me in the job market at that time either. So yeah. it was like, okay, let me just go ahead and open up this business. And it started off as a side business, and um, now it's my source of income. And you know, and I, while I hate it going through it, I'm grateful.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I love about these interviews. That question specifically is. Is because everyone has gone through something, and usually more, many somethings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know what? What I love about entrepreneurs like you, you know, you know, it's it's. I mean, you make it sound easy. We know it wasn't. Uh, I can't even envision. You know what it was like here. I was in Pennsylvania at the time, and the economy was terrible. But down here, forget it. Especially in the real estate world. Um, and I know many. I've interviewed uh, entrepreneurs that flat out bankruptcy lost everything and have gotten you know got back up and climbed the ladder and they're better today like you than before um but you know that it, it's so inspiring to hear that from you because uh, you know my goodness you know you lose the income you're, you're you're looking at the job market which is non-existent but the few jobs that are out there is couldn't even probably uh you know Keep the roof over your head. Right. You know, so that. Um, and, and then you choose to go to school and reinvest in yourself because you have faith in yourself that, you know, you don't know <laughs> what the answer is, but you're going to figure it out. So good, well, good for you, know, you.
1: I always I always told my children, um, be prepared for the opportunity. It may or may not come, yeah. but if it comes, you need to be prepared for it. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I just prepared for the opportunity, not knowing yeah. where it was coming from.
0: And the opportunity is always in front of us, right? As long as we keep moving forward, we'll find it. It's, it's when we just, you know, cower and stay in bed. And, and rightly so in many cases, I mean. Um, uh, but you got out of bed and you said, hey, it's going to be painful today and tomorrow, and next week and next month, but, but I'm going to keep moving forward. So great I, stuff, Sharif. That Sarif.
1: is true. That is definitely mm-hmm. true.
0: How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about bookkeeping, Reimagine. What would that be?
1: Well, I named I, I named the company Reimagined because I really wanted people to see accounting in a different light. Um, I wanted them to see it collaborative, as a collaborative effort. Um, I can't tell you how many clients tell me that their accountants don't get back to them or their accountants talk down to them. Um, and I... I wanted to give it a different flavor, um, and you know that different flavor still comes with you know the skill set and uh, the knowledge, um, you know, of the principles and all of that. But I just wanted them to have a better feel for that. That accounting, you know, number one, it's a necessary. You cannot get around it. <laughs> and if you're going to do the business, then do the business, all of it.
0: Yeah, no, it, it's a lot of moving parts in business. And your biggest, most valuable commodity is time. And yeah. as I've coached you know, startup business owners and mature business owners over the years, it's all about, you know, you've got to use your time. Time is money, as they say. I mean and and really is you have to look at every minute and go is this worth my time you know and and how do I and if it is today how do I you know scale my business so that I can use my time in more valuable work right and and my goodness you know if we're spending time working on bookkeeping you know numbers filing tax forms I mean not only is it a waste of time but very important it's it's not my or or many business owners expertise you know it's often if i were to do it i'd screw it up and and then three months later it'd be like oh in addition to having to redo everything charlie you get to pay this penalty
1: (laughs) yeah and then the other thing the other thing too is i mean like i hate i i i know that advertising is a necessary thing i hate advertising (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know i don't want anything to do with it don't i know i don't want to do anything with the SEO, any of that. And I turned that over to the people who do that best. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, the thing is, is what clients do, how much is your time worth? How much are you, you know, how much income are you losing or if it's not even income, how much family time?
0: Yeah.
1: Because yeah. when, when, when it's all said and done, it's about the people who we love and uh how much time do we spend when you're on your way out no one's going to talk about work talk about family
0: yep. yep 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 yeah yeah oh my goodness yep you know let's not no more you listeners out there spending your sunday night or any week night working on the books get a professional give serene a call and speaking of which serene our listeners, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you and learn more about what you, how you can help them get out of that madness?
1: Yes. Okay. So my website is bookkeeping-reimagined.com. or dash Telephone number is 239-206-4445. And you can also uh, feel free to text me at that number if you have a quick question.
0: Terrific. Well, Serene, it's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed the time together. We wish you the best going forward there.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.